Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Meat or no meat? That is the question. We're going to attack today, why does the church talk about no meat on Fridays? Now, many of you might think it's no meat on Fridays just through Lent. And while this is especially true, it actually is still the church's teaching that we shouldn't eat meat any Friday, except when there is a high holy day. For instance, the octave of Christmas, the octave of Easter, or a solemnity of our church. But where does this idea of abstaining from meat come from? Well, there's nothing sinful about eating meat. Meat continues to be something that Jesus ate in his life, and we have the privilege to receive as part of our daily diet too. Giving up meat on Fridays connects ourselves to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, that he gave up his flesh for our salvation. So we give up eating flesh of animals in conjunction with his sacrifice. So it's meant to be a little sacrifice that we offer to Almighty God. What it also does is helps us to connect with our brothers and sisters throughout the world who cannot eat meat because meat continues to be a luxury. Those that are starving, whose diet is very restrictive and limited based on food, based on availability of food, based on their own economic position. And so again, the church invites us to enter into this abstinence so that we connect ourselves with those who are most in need. When you look at McDonald's, they invented the filet fish because there was a time where they took such a hit on their uh, dollar value in sales because no Catholics were eating Big Macs or any burgers on Friday. So the filet fish was created. The fish fries, the tradition of fish fries also came again from this idea and notion of the church telling its children not to eat meat on Fridays, connecting ourselves with that of the suffering of Jesus. But friends, it's not only in Lent that we connect with the suffering of Jesus, but every Friday. And so we are encouraged, as I have since I was a child, when my parents encouraged my brothers and I to abstain from meat on Fridays, that this is still the teaching of our church. And that the church says, if we are to eat meat on Friday, then we are to do a significant act of charity to connect our actions of the day with the sufferings of Jesus, and again, in conjunction with the suffering and sacrifice of our brothers and sisters globally. Now, what happens if you're invited to a friend's house and they end up serving meat, whether it be a Friday in Lent or in general? You know, it's not good to throw it out or be offensive to not eat it. But then we can shift it to the Saturday and say, well, Lord, my intention was not to eat meat on Friday, but now we're going to have it, you know, the next day where I would abstain. So, you know, you invite it over your friend's house for dinner and they have, you know, steak. 
It's not a sin to eat the steak because, again, in a natural way, if you were at home at your house, you would abstain from meat. But for whatever reason, whether they're practicing or not practicing or perhaps a different faith or just forgot that it's Friday, um, consuming that meat that has been provided for you would be what God expects us to do. And again, an act of charity can be done or can be shifted to the next day. But the more we get into the habit of abstaining from meat on Fridays, it helps us to really understand why the church is inviting us to connect with the sacrifice of Jesus, which is significant. And our little sacrifices bring pleasure to God because we are showing him, while we can never match what he's done for us, we are identifying little ways in which we can connect our sacrifices with his massive sacrifice on the cross. So, friends, I invite you, if you are not already doing so and have just been focused on Fridays and Lent, to not only carry that through Lent, beginning with today, but for the rest of the year as well, to look at Friday as an opportunity to fast and pray a little bit more, to give up, to abstain from, so that we are following the teachings of our church uh, by connecting our little sacrifices with the suffering of Jesus. What I also encourage us to do is not just to not eat meat and then all of a sudden we have seven plates of fish. The idea is to eat simply. And especially in Lent, we're called to fast, so we're called to even give up a meal. So we eat two meals instead of three. Um, and that, again, connects with the hunger of our brothers and sisters throughout the world. And it is so good to do things like that because it creates this awareness and self of A, our dependency on God, and B, the reality that we are so blessed where we come from, that we have an abundance of gifts as opposed to those who are restricted and limited with what they receive. So meat or no meat, the question is, why wouldn't I want to participate in little sacrifices to give to God to show him how much we love him? So let's make our Lenten Friday observance a 52-week thing so that at all Fridays throughout the year, we abstain from meat. Now you might say, well, Father Rico, you said unless it's a feast day or a holy day. Well, just like on the Sundays in Lent, whatever we've given up, we are encouraged to continue that tradition or because it's the Lord's day, a day of rejoicing, we are lifted from it. That's why 40 days in Lent, it's actually 47 if you count the Sundays. So we are reminded that, that we are not restricted on Sundays. So when a Friday falls a holy day or solemnity, because it's a day of rejoicing, we are free to consume in such a way that we rejoice. But again, if you want to still connect your suffering with that of Jesus and your little sacrifice with that of Jesus and in fellowship with brothers and sisters throughout the world, you are free to do so. But that's where we have the ability to opt out on those special days of our church calendar and days in which we celebrate God. So let's look for ways, friends, to be more focused, attentive, and aware of the teachings of our church, which help us to grow in holiness 
and a privilege to sacrifice for the Lord. For God's Playbook Friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.